What's up, everybody? We are back, kicking it stateside, episode number eighteen. Let's go! Damn, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. How about it? We, we just keep rolling along. We keep doing it, man. I love it. So, um, I guess we can kind of, uh, you know, we got the week uh, thirteen recap coming up for you guys. We got. It was a good week. It was a great week. We saw Chelsea, Man City, and a kind of what we kind of thought, at least what I thought the score and the result would be with City getting a win, uh, two to one. And then we kind of saw, um, you know, Spurs get their first win under new manager Jose Mourinho. And what else? We saw Everton and Arsenal get disappointing results. Garbage. Garbage results. <laughs> Garbage. Good thing you're not a fan or because you don't care anymore. So that's good. I don't care anymore. I just don't care. I just don't. I'm and <laughs> also we saw Manchester United and Sheffield play to a great game. Absolute stunner. A six-goal thriller. Yeah, called that shit, man. I knew. I just had a feeling. And then... It was looking a little dicey for a little bit, and then last like twenty minutes was some of the best exciting football you could watch. I know we said that that was going to be. Yeah, don't change your channel. Don't change it. Don't change your channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, you know, uh, I guess no. Well, yeah, we'll preview what? week fourteen. I mean, there's a lot of games coming up. With it's a weird week. We have games on Saturday, Sunday. And then we also have games on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. We can also kind of go over. So there's a lot to... Yeah, we could go over a lot of those. A lot of games coming up because basically two... both Every team is going to be playing two games within about four or five days of each other. So there's a lot to cover today. We might even have to bump next week up to Wednesday and do it while we're... While some games are going on. Yeah. Possibly. Might yeah, be, I mean, might be I, kind of exciting. I wouldn't see why not. Take I mean, the advantage of that. I mean, I don't know. See what the schedules look like, but yeah. that might might be something we can think about. We can definitely make that work. It's it's all possible. It depends, I guess, on what the studio availability is going to be. Oh, we're going to get that shit. Or we can just write it right now. And say, <laughs> I'm going to run out right now and go get it. Say fuck Jetro. I'm I'll, just kidding. I'll Love do you it, guys. I'll do it at halftime. Did you? Uh, not to get off the rails early. I listened to their show this week, and you know when they did that, um, the birthday and what you like look or something about the yes. look? Well, you won that. Did, did I he, win? Did he let you know? No. Well, you won. Nice. Because you, you updated it from the Kicking It account, right? Yeah. And they thought it was me. Oh, I thought I said They went through mine. and they're like... Oh, and the winner is uh, our kicking it stateside boys, Adam and Brian. And then Nat's like, I think it's Adam. And then I had to tell Nat, I'm like, I can't take credit for that. It was Brian. He can, he can win the tickets to whatever that Ferrari. And I'm going to a movie by myself. Yeah, you are. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just wanted to let you know. Nice. <laughs> I, you know who I? Our listeners really give a shit. But yeah, it was my birthday, which was it was uh, like a celebrity that you share common birthdays with, like who had the, oh, right, the right. best ones. And my birthday, January 22nd, it was shared, especially locally, Carlos Ruiz mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Chooch. And, they uh, really like that one. And George Foreman. Oh, no shit. Were the two that I put down because those are the two that I shared with. 
It's sick. Yeah. Yeah, so they apparently really like that one, and you won. Oh, that's, oh, I better go back and listen to the show. I did not listen this week yet, so. Yes, indeed. And man. now I'm going to get on that. <laughs> I figured I'd let you know. Even though, yeah, they didn't know it was me. I should. I swear that I thought I posted that from my Twitter, but sometimes I mix up the two, and I try to keep them separate. It's all good. It's hard every once in a while. And now that my two uh, pictures look similar, I got it's fucking True. Weird. But yeah, but I digress. Cool. So uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh kind of do that. We'll have a little Q&A. I think there's Eric kind of posed a question that we didn't get to answer on uh Tuesday's show, but we'll kind of dive into that too. Um yeah, and any other world topics I'm sure we can talk about today. Uh there's not really much else to a little MLS news maybe with uh Yeah, there's some a quick whip around. It's a little bit of movement so far. And yeah, it's some... one of the, it's that weird time with the MLS where there's not a lot going on, but there's kind of stuff going on. Yeah, my team's in shambles, man. With Armis not leaving now is he's yeah, definitely weird. not leaving, and everybody of value and like that we're used to is just leaving. Like Robles is gone, BPW's gone. Looks like Aaron Long's going to be gone in January. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to come knocking for his services. Um, it's going to be a total rebuilding, and generally that's through the academy with the Red Bull. So it could be a tough season coming up here. I don't think they're going to make that splash for a big name in free agency like I was hoping. They don't seem to do that anymore ever since the Henri thing. They haven't really... Uh, Brought in like a big, big name, I guess, for the most part. A big, big name. Well, not yet. I mean, there's still a lot of time. December, January is usually when you see the MLS really kind of getting that, the free agency. Dude, I was hoping they... At least in Europe, because that's the window. I was hoping they could sell to Balotelli. Mm. Like New York, Italian, like that's a great combo together. And they need a striker with Bradley going. Like you could be the man, bro. If if you're a Red Bull <laughs> striker, man. yeah, he could. I'd love to see Balotelli in the Red Bull red. Yeah, I, th- I think. Uh, yeah, we'll kind of get into that. Some of the bigger guys, maybe that uh, are being linked. Yeah, but it is also silly season coming up. So who knows what's real and what's not? But yeah, yeah, we'll, man. we can kind of touch on that. Rumors, eventually. rumors. The rumor mill is always funny. Yes, it is. But yeah, so uh, I guess we can get right into it, breaking it down. Uh, we got the week 13. Um, I guess we can start with uh, what we did before. We can start with maybe City and Chelsea, go that way. We could do that. Start with that one. Um, so City get a nice uh, a 2-1 win at home over Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea started out really well. They had N'Golo Kante. Scoring a, a nice goal early. And then, you know, you see De Bruyne come down and get an unfortunate deflection that ends up in the back of the net. And then that kind of changed things from there. It did, unfortunately, for your Blues. They played well, um, but they just, but they didn't have enough to get back into this thing. And Unfortunately, not. Yeah, I thought, I thought they were going to find a way to draw it up. That was my pick. And I, the draw pick thought, was yeah, there. Yeah, I thought, thought it was going to look really good for a little bit there and 
Just not once. so much. Yeah, once Riyad Mahrez got that goal, it kind of just seemed like City sat on it and just wasn't enough there. Saw the game out. Yeah, they did. That's what good teams tend to do, though. So I yeah. guess it's not that surprising. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those where I think both teams are going to come away feeling pretty good. I don't, as you know, as I said before on Tuesday, that as a Chelsea fan, I don't see it being a big issue because, again, I kind of predicted that this would happen. I still think Chelsea's a young team and that they are there, but they're just not quite ready to compete, I guess, with the top two of Liverpool and City, I guess you would say. And I think experience kind of took over with City. And, I mean... Yeah, like I said, you'll get another crack at them later at Stamford Bridge, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm not... You'll have be a little bit more experienced and seasoned by then and maybe get a shot to, to get one back on them. I mean, I hope so. It's uh, It's one of those where... I'm looking at it and I say, well, you know what? It's still a Chelsea that's super young. Yeah, and very young. They're just going to get better over time. They were and on a great run. I mean, those runs don't happen all the time. Oh, my God, yeah. So they should be happy with where they're sitting right now. They're a top-four team, without a doubt, yeah. the way they've looked. There's just uh, there's a big separation in the table right now between 4-5, like a big separation. Yeah. And they have the look of the top-four. Like you can just just the eye test, you can yeah. see the difference between those four teams that are playing there and then everybody else on a week to week basis and consistency and all that. Well, be, they beat the hell out of Wolves, and Wolves are sitting in fifth right now. So yeah, it's true. We could see that differentiate. Good old Wolves, man. Yeah, how about that shit? Yeah, but we will talk about that. We can go right into them if you want. Wolves, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. So Wolves with another uh, good result, a nice 2-1 win over the Cherries of Bournemouth. Yeah, my newfound friends. The newfound friends. <laughs> apparently. But yeah. It's no apparently. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. The jury's still out. I don't know. I think... Uh, I'm sticking with them. It I is, don't know. It is what it is. I'm not I gonna, think Arsenal's still your boys. I'm not going to jump back. <laughs> I mean, I, th- yeah, there's some love there for Arsenal, and like <laughs> I've been following them basically since I've been following... The Prem period, but yeah, you made that decision for the sanctity of. It was for your family. It is. It's like a, it's like a nostalgia thing. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool thing. Yeah, Arsenal will always have a special place, but right in the heart. Right now, they can go fuck off. <sighs> yep, we agree on something. <laughs> but yeah, so Wolves. I mean. Uh, you know, they jump out to a nice uh, lead early. We see Moutinho with a freaking beauty free kick. I don't even know from that angle how he even got it up. And it was just <laughs> insane. And then Raul Jimenez continues to be probably one of the brightest spots in at least in the league so far this season. He's been insane. I feel like he's one of the best players in the world right now. Like top yeah, 25 probably. Because he does it when Mexico plays on the world stage and he's doing it for his club, and he just seems to find the goal. He has that knack. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. He's doing. He's on fire, and if it wasn't for him, I mean, where the hell would Wolves be? Because he seems to be the guy that Oh, he's carrying scores them big time, yeah. Pretty much consistently for them. Yeah. And it's just who's going to get that second goal for Wolves all the time. 
And it's yeah. not always it's That's why they half were the, the time, draw kings. Nobody, yeah. That's it's usually like a one one. But they're losing that draw king. Which is title. good. I mean, they're getting some production. I mean, Triori's playing great down the wing. Yeah, that was a nice find kind of play into the lineup. And yeah. Yeah. It's been a big, big that speed there makes a world of difference. Speed kills in this game sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you see, I mean, the technical ability is always great, but it's always like those guys that have the ability to dribble past players is always yeah. you can't teach tough. speed. Yes. So, yeah, they're they're a good-looking team right now. Yeah, it's eight matches unbeaten for the Wolves after, you know, early when we saw Chelsea beat the hell out of them at home. Yeah. When they were what, 15 unbeaten at home coming <laughs> into that point. And that was kind of like a turn where they started doing not so good. They a lot of draws and a few losses sprinkled in, but now they're getting some wins. You know, like I said, eight matches unbeaten. Yeah, they were looking like a bottom table team there for you know first month of the season. It I was said, not weren't they pretty. sitting? Uh, they were sitting down there. I know they were right second out from the bottom yeah. from Wofford. Yeah, it was it was looking real grim for a minute, and the turnaround has been crazy. And now they're in fifth. Sitting in fifth. Who the hell thunk? What a wild league it is right now. I love it. Yeah. It's been great so it far. Is. It's awesome. But obviously for the Cherries, it's kind of the opposite because that was their first, or they haven't won. They're one in their last seven. Yeah, it's been a struggle recently. They need to figure something out. They're going to have to do something in January, too. they got to make some changes. They're getting a little old in some places, and mm-hmm. they have youth in other places, but some of it's been injured um and i think it's just i think it's time unfortunately they're probably going to have to move on from like a callum wilson and let him go to more of a competitive team where he can score some goals coming off the bench to help out and get some money back and start that like rebuild process again i think they're good enough though they'll stay mid-table they're not going anywhere i don't think they're in any danger of going down they'll pop a few wins here and there off the bad teams that they should they're Bournemouth yeah. being just Bournemouth, just Bournemouth, being Bournemouth, yeah. and now I get to be a part of it, and I'm excited. <laughs> Mediocre mediocrity at its finest, and be like one of those chicks and get cherries tattooed on me. Hoo <laughs> on my left boob. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, scandalous. Yes, but yeah. So let's see. Spurs, let's, I yeah, guess. Yeah, Spurs. Let's start it up. Yeah, unfortunately. So nice. Good news win, for them. You know. Um, Jose Mourinho takes over, and they get a 3-2 win over West Ham. They were, which, I mean, the score was a little closer than it actually Yeah, the game wasn't says. as close as it looked. They pretty much had control of the game for most of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, they get a nice sunny goal, beautiful sunny goal. Yeah. And Delhi's I don't know what Mourinho said to him in training this week, but he looked like his old self out there. A little confidence booster. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that all it takes is a, it's all about, a new face and somebody to give you a little recognition. It's all about getting the best out of some of these guys. And when that confidence isn't there and you're not, I think he might be a guy that's just like when you're just, you know, it's just a cookie cutter. Like you're not changing anything up. You're just like Potch was coming in doing the same things. Yeah, and he just, was holding on to things that weren't working and he was still trying to play Erickson. Real stale. Even though Erickson was cashed out. Like, Getting Delhi in there and basically saying, like, you're young, you could be the face of this franchise, I think that's a, a pretty good thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was not the 
Spurs that we've seen this year by far, I think. No, unfortunately. I was liking the Spurs that we were seeing this year, <laughs> and now all of a sudden they're looking like the Spurs that you know could be that top six team again because they have the talent. It just wasn't being put in the right direction. Yeah. And REA looks reborn all of a sudden in his first two games between mm-hmm. the Prem game and the Champions League game the other day. And, uh, yeah, they're, they could be getting a little dangerous. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it was their first road win since January. Yeah, that was a... Which is crazy. That was really crazy. It's I, like... Oh, good for you! Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Very special. You actually won a, a road game. That's why I say I never cried for Potts to be fired as much as I did Silva because I felt like once he was, then the Spurs would turn it around. Mm-hmm. And that's what it looks like is going to happen, especially bringing Mourinho in there. Like, I hate to say it, he's just not my cup of tea, but he is a good coach, and he's oh, probably sure. going to get the best out of some of these guys that weren't either getting the playing time or were unhappy. And if they get money for Erickson and possibly even sell Kane off and get money for him and can, like, really – man, they could be dangerous. They're talking about Bale maybe coming in there now. and Yeah. I'm not liking that at all. <laughs> It's almost like are we going to start seeing like the teams that were struggling like these perennial powerhouse like you know Spurs and Manchester United starting to play better and are is that going to be are we going to see a shift in the table now that we're going to see more of the Sheffields fall and you know the Wolves fall and then the Spurs Uniteds I mean, come back up to the forefront That generally happens every year there's always a couple teams that surprise early Yeah I think Sheffield's probably pretty legit and hangs I think Wolves are actually pretty legit and hang. You would like to see Arsenal be one of those teams like United and Tottenham that struggle and find a way, but they don't look like they're finding a way at all. Hell no. So, yeah, I mean, you'll start to see it, I think. I think if these teams, especially them with the new coach playing better, they'll they'll start to creep their way back up into that top six contention. Creeping it. I think, again, I think the bad start for these teams is going to kill them, though, going forward in the top four because I don't see any of those four teams slipping at all. Right. I mean, they'll slip occasionally here and there, maybe draw or lose a game they shouldn't, but on a consistent basis, they're going to win a lot of games. So it might be hard to break that top four at this point. Right. But Uh, We'll see. By the time we get to Christmas where everybody shakes up. Um, I guess we can talk about Arsenal-Southampton. Oh, my God. That wonderful... Wonderful game. Yeah, we talked uh, briefly before the show started, and I guess I'm giving Lacazette our player of the week just because he's the only reason Arsenal's not, like, totally down in the dumpster and possibly almost lost a home game Oh, that would have been Southampton. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. A 2-0 loss. And, for, and, and <laughs> for him to score and basically acknowledge that they've sucked all game and not even celebrate and just be done with it, like, I give him credit. So. Yeah, so Arsenal and Southampton, obviously, if you didn't see, it was 2-2. Um, Lacazette, like Brian said, with two. And, they're, you know, Danny Ings again. Yeah, Danny Ings. Danny Mr. Ings. Mr. Southampton. The bright spot, there's only one for Southampton this, <laughs> this year. <laughs> it's been Danny Ings. Why don't they sell him back to Liverpool and get some money at this point since they're going to go down to the championship? I was going to say, I feel like... He'd be a good like he's fourth perfect. striker for Liverpool <laughs> for a bottom side team, and yeah. he's doing it. Yeah, like you saw him in Charlie Austin, 
for Southampton, and now Charlie Austin's down in the championship with I don't I forget I just saw his name. Good old Charlie Austin. Yeah, they're both great championship side goal scorers. Yeah, and that's all they'll be. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. but hey, I mean, it's just I guess to put a bow on it, Arsenal. It's just not good enough from them, and now Unai is really going to get that hot seat. That yeah, that said, fire is hot. They said the ice underneath him is melting quick. I saw so. Ian Dock said that right. Yeah. And it definitely is. I mean, it's Arsenal's winless in their last five matches, which is their worst streak I saw since 2011. Yeah, and it's it's not even that. It's the, the competition that they're playing too. It's like, like you play down to shit, and then you are then shit, dude. You almost lost to Gamaris. Yeah, again, like you draw Southampton. You really should have lost that game again. That was the luckiest draw late in the late in the game. They shouldn't even probably been that late. I felt like I was telling you the other day, yesterday, I felt like they were just dragging it out. Like, come on, Arsenal, we're giving you this one last chance to get a point here. We're going to just keep extending this extra time and yep. dragging it out for you. Um, yeah, they just, I mean, they have not looked good. It just, there needs to be a shakeup. And I'm not even an Arsenal fan whatsoever. Quite the opposite, but if I'm a fan, I'm calling for someone's head to roll. Yeah. And it's got to be it's got to be the manager. I'm sorry. He yeah, he's they, not getting anybody ready to play. They draw I mean, Wolves, they drew Gamaris, they've lost to Leicester shut out. They draw Southampton. And like the Arsenal they fans They draw Palace. Yeah. They barely beat Gamaris at one. They were losing that entire game. They lose to Sheffield. They barely beat Bournemouth. That's been like their last what? 8 games there that I rattled off 10 games. That's bad, man. That is really, really. That's that is not a world power of soccer as they want to be and they really they not. perceive themselves to be. Like that name just doesn't roll off your tongue. I guess like the Barces and the Madrids and the even the Chelseas and the Uniteds anymore. Like you don't even want to tell people you're an Arsenal fan. It's sad. I wouldn't. No. Well, <laughs> I, I don't have know. I don't have to deal with that anymore. Not anymore. I could just say I'm a Bournemouth fan, and people would be like, "Really? Wow." Be like, "Oh, are you from there?" And I'll be like, actually, and then well, tell them the story. It's a I'm storytelling. From, from Salisbury. 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 Salisbury, small town north of Bournemouth. Yes. <laughs> About 41 minutes north. Sit down. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a little story about my life. Salisbury FC, follow them, Southern Division. But, yeah, um, let's talk about the Foxes, yeah? 2 nothing over Brighton. Wow. They are just rolling, rolling, rolling. You know, Jamie Vardy, another goal. That's your boy. He likes to party. He does like to party, and he's going to keep on partying, it seems like, this year. He's, uh, what, 12 goals now? Golden boot leader? Yeah, by two now. He's up, on, he's up by two. Sheesh. He's going to run away with it. It seems like it. I mean, dude, like legit, like it's he's crazy. looking in form, like he looked when they won the title, and that was something that he, not that it was all him, because it was you know Mares too, and they had Conte still, and you oh, know yeah. they, I mean, they had they, they were, put the team together that was like perfect. But he was the goal guy. Oh, he was the he's the goal man, and he is the goal man again. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I I don't really know. If he's gonna even cool off ever, it you just ho- seems like. No, you hope not. You might win your fantasy league if he just keeps rolling like this. I know. I might get a cool trophy. Apparently, that would be awesome. <laughs> I never win anything. A crisp high five and a 
trophy. Yeah. If yes. he if he stays, I mean, they're they're top two, top three team, definitely. definitely. Oh, without a, without question. I think I think like I I we said in in the question a few weeks, they're I think they're going to stay above City. Cool. I I feel that City tends to have that like blunder game more recently than Leicester does. Like Leicester just seems cool, composed, no matter who they put out there. Tealman's plays good. Madison plays good. And Diddy's so good. Um, I mean, you could just go through. Iozzi's been fantastic for them. They don't have a they don't have a bad spot. Even this kid that came in from McGuire, we talk about all the time. He's been a beast. They're not soft anywhere. I know we keep saying that. Uh, Chilwell's a stud. We were surprised that we thought they would fall off maybe with uh, Harry Maguire going to United, but it's been quite the opposite. Yeah, and they're sitting on a cool $80 million now that they can spend in January to even get a little bit better that they got for him. Yeah, or or not. If if it's not broke, don't even fix it. Just yeah. keep on keeping on. It seems like they have a pretty good core guys, so I wouldn't even tinker with it, honestly. And Brendan Rodgers is manager of the year so far for me. I think I've been saying that for at least a month. Yeah. So, hey, I think the only good news for Brighton is Graham Potter got an extension. That is good news. So good for him. Brighton's Brighton will be okay. They're gonna. I think they're they're gonna survive they're this just year. Just good enough. Yeah. Well, to stay up. At one point, we definitely did not think so. Preseason outlook on them was not good. Yeah, it was just looking at their roster and seeing. All right, is this a good enough team to stay up? But we see, you know. Yeah, well, you hadn't seen much out of Troussard. Troussard, he shows up here and there and does enough. And Maupai, he seems to be a guy that can score goals. Yeah. So, yeah. depends on it. it. They don't always get – it depends. It's these guys, they show up almost like when they want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen much of Aaron Moy at all this year. No Moy, yeah. Aaron Connolly had a, you know – flash in the pan for a couple of weeks but we'll, we'll starting, see yeah i mean they are starting to play the youth a little bit which is a good sign yeah they're getting away from these old guys like glenn murray's still there i mean you're 36 years old the ageless wonder yeah i mean if they're not gonna play him now he should just hang it up i mean yes but hey <laughs> he's like a super sub he is i guess <laughs> Good old glenn murray let's see how about liverpool how about liverpool they can just look absolutely bad like and just total win. dog shit and they still they just win. Just find ways. Just find ways to win. Yeah. They get tested by Palace and you know, it's looking a little bleak. It's 1-1 late in the game and then of course Bobby Blue Eyes, Roberto Firmino, yes, after a ping pong and in the box finds the back of the net and Liverpool goes on to win 2-1 and it wasn't even their best game by far this season. But again, they somehow find ways to win games. Yep. On the road, doesn't matter. They just, it's like, damn, you tied us up. Zaha scores his first goal of the season. And they just and they just immediately bounce right back. And it just seems like it's kind of meant to be that this Liverpool team deserves to win a Premier League. And I think it's just going to keep happening this year for them. I It certainly seems like it this far into the season and – I mean, what is the lead now? Eight? Eight. Yeah. And this team, it just seems they're just too good. And even if they were to lose somebody, there's enough depth there that they can plug and play. 
mean, you've barely seen Origi play in Premier League at all this year. Mm-hmm. And he's he's actually a pretty solid player and plays really well for them in big games. So they have uh, they have the depth along the midfield. And I don't know. I just I don't see them going anywhere. They have two of the best backs. Man, really the best defense that I've seen in a long time. Long. For sure. And they can just plug anybody in in that, like, fourth spot, that, like, extra center back because you have Van Dyke, you have the two wings, and then they throw Matip there. They could throw Gomez. I mean, it's it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's, I think it's a really good mix of, like, young guys, obviously, you know, with Alexander-Arnold and, you know, Andy Robertson are studs, and Joe Gomez is a stud, and he doesn't even get to play Yeah, because Matip's been so good. And even, like, finding – not finding Fabinho because he's been yeah. killing it for Monaco for a few years now, but – just having him plugging him in and it just like man the Jordan Hendersons keeps going, and like the Milners the, like it's and yeah like Lallana yeah, those come, guys Lallana comes in and doesn't play for a month and comes in and scores like. yeah <laughs> and they, yeah it's just a really deep team yeah. and great coach and yeah. just oxide shape yeah it's they can just keep going it's uh yeah it's a well oiled machine that has now extended their unbeaten streak to 30 games wow dating back to last season unreal yeah unreal so yeah maybe the uh it's written in the stars for them this year it certainly seems that this this far into the season but again we'll see yeah a lot of shit can happen between uh now and may so uh i guess we can talk about our our uh or well i like to say my toffees but they're more um our toffees our toffees, yeah. The toffees. The toffees. They're no longer. We've... I don't know why I even say mine because they piss me off to no end. Just because we Make had, me look bad. We once had high, high hopes, and, man, they are just a bad team. You lost at home to Norwich. Norwich. And, and as much as a Norwich pumper-upper I was earlier in the year, I've been pretty realistic, and they have just not been good at all. And that is not the team to let come into your home when you're not playing well and beat you. I know. And I it's like Everton, it's like You blew it. Like you how how does Silva have a job? I'm not even sure at this point. With, with these other guys that have gotten launched already, like there's I don't understand how he survived the press conference. It's it's insane. It to is. lose to a Norwich team who hadn't scored, not even won in a away game. Yeah. Even scored yeah. in an away match since August, and we're conceding like an average of three goals a game too. And to not score on them at home with all that talent you have—that's just bad coaching. It's just not putting guys in the right positions. No, we still see it. You know, Charleston is now on the left wing. Yeah, this past game, somebody said it, and they didn't. I don't know if they said it in this game. I was watching another game, and it translates so well. Actually, it might even have been a football like an American football game, but it translates in many sports. And what Everton looks like to me, it looks like each player trains in their own little bubble all week and not together on the pitch in their own little spot. And then all of a sudden on game day, they're all thrown in and no one knows how to play with each other. And they only know how to play their own little area and what to do in their own little spot. And there's no creativity. There's no spark. There's a lot of... I agree with a lot of individual, like a lot of big heads, maybe yeah, not like playing together. The pay, it just uh, it doesn't playing look for crisp. themselves. That was what I was looking for. Yeah, it does not look crisp and 
People look uncomfortable. I don't know. It's just it's bad right now, and he's got to go. And until he does, I don't think it's getting any better anytime soon. So I feel like Marco Silva, you know, at some point he's going to go in the locker room. He's going to be like, "Fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out." And that's it. I think mic drop. I think they should have did that to him. <laughs> the talent's there, and if you're not getting the best out of it, then that to me that's coaching. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been calling for his head, and eventually maybe they'll listen. I don't know. He's got to go. But, I mean. It's a shame. I mean, it snapped Norwich's seven-game winless streak. Yeah, good for them. So the Canaries are back on the board. Hell, yeah. Woo. Our loyal Twitter followers, the Canaries. I guess uh, they have something to cheer about. Supporter group has something to cheer about. Finally, it's been a while. It's just not looking good for both teams, I would say, because Everton had the easiest schedule thus far in the season, and now they have the hardest schedule with Leicester coming up, Liverpool coming up, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Man United are the next five games for Everton. So it is not looking very good for the Toffees, and it's uh, it's more like how long will they keep having Marco Silva oh, they're, coach the team? Dude, they're, they're, they're just in shambles. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm tweeting this Canaries group right now, telling them to make sure they listen for our show, for their mention. Good, good, good. Yeah, hi, guys. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I guess moving on, Burnley actually got a nice little win, 3 nothing against Watford. Um, Burnley's looking like a decent little squad. Yeah. How about that? Man, good old Burnley. And it's your it's, boy coaching them, too. Yeah. Shawnee Dyche. Yeah, so now the Ginger Mourinho is going to coach against the real Mourinho sometime this year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you watch uh, and all my uh, Game of Thrones followers out there and listeners, but um, I saw the uh, the Men in Blazers guys. They I- called Mourinho <laughs> the, the Portuguese uh, little finger. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching them the other day, actually. Too funny. After the... Uh, Villa game. But yeah, um, Chris Wood's been great this year. After I got on him and cut him from my fantasy team, all of a sudden he's started to play again and score <laughs> goals. And Ashley Barnes is back. He's been scoring goals. And I mean, I mean, what can you say? Watford, they haven't won. They've lost their last 11 home games in the league. Yeah. Not even one home game. Dude. When you can't even win at home, you're pretty much putting yourself into a a huge hole. They are absolute trash. It's bad. Like, real, real bad. But they already fired the manager. It's like, where do you go from here? How do you get better? They're going to go in down. in soccer, there's no such thing as, like, tanking and, like, selling yeah, you, everybody well, off. You, you can't tank because then you get relegated. And yeah, there's too much to play for. But at this point, I mean, it's looking like they're already destined for oh, the championship. Dude, they're getting relegated. It would be the biggest miracle they would get relegated in, in the championship. They would right now. <laughs> it would. It would be the biggest upset in sports, I think, if they came back and don't get relegated this year. Yeah, because they look dead in the water. They got nothing going on. I think Delafueu is probably their brightest spot. You know, these teams in the bottom, they have one person that seems to want to play or has the skill to play, and he's been that guy. Yeah. But outside of that, maybe Diacore. Other than that, those two, not really. No. They're, they're, it's been a huge struggle for them. They're in big, big trouble. 
But again, it's like, where do you go? Fire the manager down. already. That doesn't work. Down. That's, that's the only place to go. I don't even know. It's not even worth talking about them. I'm sorry. No, like I, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to like get excited. That it's just nothing to talk it's about. Like, yeah, I don't know what to say. They need to go away. The Hornets, they're done. We want to see. Actually, I saw. Uh, not to go off topic, but Leeds had a nice win yesterday. They're in first in the championship. Our boy uh, Jack Harrison from NYCFC. He's on loan at I, Leeds. He scored the game winner. That's awesome. Leeds is my other team in my uh, franchise mode. Because Eddie and Ketchia. That's exactly why. <laughs> and I signed Biako Saka to be my left winger. Saka. So I put those two together. Yeah, buddy boy. But, yes, that is awesome. And I think we have a little news that you would be excited about. Uh-oh. Christian Pulisic gets his first Champions League goal. <laughs> and Chelsea is now up 2-1. to one. They were tied 1-1 with Valencia. After Valencia went up one nothing, a minute later, Kovacic came back, tied it, and now 10 minutes later or 9 minutes later, Pulisic in the 50th minute. I did get that text. Yes. I see this. Puli, that's all somebody. That's awesome. Puli with a lot of eyes. And Leon is losing one nothing to Zenit. Is there another uh, game we are missing? Oh, yeah, Sheffield, right? Yeah. We didn't even talk about that game. We didn't even talk about that game. We didn't talk about that game or the Monday game yet. Oh, yeah. Duh. So, yeah, how about it? Sunday's game, Sheffield and Manchester United, as predicted by our your boys at Kicking It Stateside, that this would be probably one of the best games to look forward to and to watch. Straight and barn to- burner. Barn burner, don't <laughs> switch it to the Eagles game for that disappointment. Yeah, I told you Stick not to. Stick it on soccer. Told you. And watch the end of this game. And it, hopefully you did because you saw a classic, classic game. Oh, it was amazing. 3-3 draw. You know, you see Sheffield jump out to a 2 nothing lead. Johnny Fleck gets a nice goal. Then on the counter, Liss Mousset with another goal for him. He's been awesome Yeah, this I bet year. Bournemouth wishes he was back there. Uh-huh. It's yeah. A, it was a nice little ad for uh, Sheffield. Big time, and he's producing. And then the second half, you know, 72nd minute, you see Brandon Williams, a young guy, playing awesome himself, score actually really nice, like a little half volley there. Yeah, absolutely. And then Mason Greenwood, not too long after that, another young guy. Yeah, gets in the right place at the right and time. And then two minutes later, Marcus Rashford <laughs> yeah. scores. So all of a sudden... The blades are down three two in like a seven minute span. And you're like, it's like bam, 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 and then the blades do what the blades have done all year. Mister McBurney found a way to at least get out of there with a draw. And it was disappointing because they really should have won that game. <laughs> they played pretty good. They they played great for like United, fifty minutes. Yeah, United 60 minutes yeah. for seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, just that seven minute span in the seventieth minute mm-hmm. from like the seventy first to the eightieth, basically. Changed that entire game, but it was nice to see them get that late uh, equalizer, get a point, and still stay above United in the table. They, yeah. They're sitting pretty in six right behind the Wolves. Fuck yes. That's fucking awesome. Blades, baby. Yeah. And uh, how about the, uh, we didn't even really kind of uh, segue into this, Mr. Paul Pogba. Oh, man, he's out. Just Loser! You're a loser! I don't think he's – he just doesn't want to be there. 
He's a good player. He's good, but he's uh, he's a loser, like that guy just said. <laughs> he does. He's not. He's a winner, man. He won a World Cup. And he, he did. Was a, he was a catalyst on that team to win a World Cup. He's one of these guys that would rather play for his country rather than his club team. Yeah. I don't, I just don't think he's been happy ever since I, we talked about it yesterday. Ever since that little spat of racism too, coming out of United, which isn't the first time that's happened coming from the United. Um, I don't think he's ever felt like at home there. He's ever felt comfortable there. He's not an English African American, or I shouldn't say American. That's horrible because they're not American. <laughs> but black player. He's not from England. He's from uh, France. And sometimes it's harder for them to to get the credit and the recognition for these English clubs. Right. And he's just not happy. He doesn't want to be there. So you should play because it's only benefiting you to play mm-hmm. because other clubs want to see you playing, especially if you're trying to get out of there and go somewhere. You shouldn't really sit yourself out. That's kind of a bitch move. But he's a good player. And he's going to have a good career somewhere, probably in Madrid, under his French uh, coach. Zidane, Zidane, Zidane. If he <laughs> if he stays, who knows? He might be Arsenal's coach before you know it. That'd be yeah. I don't know what I can say. I might have to jump back on the Arsenal wagon if that move oh, was to happen. <laughs> I, I hope so. I don't think so. I wouldn't make that move back. Yeah, I don't know. Staying it's loyal to my cherries. With this whole Pogba situation. Yeah, it's he's he just go, just let him go. He's a loser, and he is... No, he's too much of a bitch. <laughs> you know, him and Beckham are boys. Yeah. They're very similar. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they were riding roller coasters together over <laughs> Europe. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> so we got one more game. Yeah, Villa and Newcastle. So Villa with a nice little 2 nothing win. Yeah, the second best of the newcomers this year. Yeah, this young Villa team just always finds, like, they play tough. They do. They play really hard. Again, they've so far now one time this year they've let up a first half goal. Um, and that was to Wolves last week. And other than that, they play really good defense. And they're finding ways to get enough scoring from a couple of different guys. Yeah, kind of hand this year, this week with a nice little training ground move. Yeah, absolutely. Curler around the wall after uh... – DeAndre Yedlin's stupid foul. Yeah, it was basically a story of set pieces. Both, uh, both yeah, they both were. coming off the set pieces. Almost had a chance for a third. Literally one. within four minutes of each other, too. Yeah, it was. Uh, El Ghazi got the second one. Yeah, they got a couple good Egyptian players, and they. I don't know. They're a good, nice little team. I like. I like it. Wesley was contributing early in the year. He's kind of gone away, but if he can come back and get some scoring going, and they can keep playing D and. Uh, What's his name? Heaton, the goalie? Yeah, he's good. Dude, he's like, I think it's five clean sheets for him this year, four or five clean sheets so far. He's one of the tops right behind Schmeichel. Right. Um, yeah, they're they're going to be at least around to, to stay. Absolutely. I don't think they're going anywhere. I want them to stay up. I think they have a nice little team. Yeah, I would rather them up than, like, Watford or Southampton at this point. So. And, I mean, we see the insurgents again with a healthy Jack Grealish total game changer. Total. Yeah, he's one of those do everything guys. Yeah, like they interviewed Connor Hooterhan after the match, and he was like, "Oh, it's huge having him back. Like he's the guy that kind of brings all the lads together and all this other stuff." And oh yeah, he's your firecracker. He, he gets you going. He's 
He's a good leader on the field, off the field. He, he also does, might does have the biggest work. calves I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> they circled the, like this, <laughs> this past weekend when he was like running and they were like, yeah. they were like flexed and like, yeah. holy shit. He's awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Dean Smith, he's got the guys playing pretty well. Yeah. Coach Dean, Hall of Famer. Getting that Dean. <laughs> Hall of Fame coach. Hall, Hall of Fame coach Dean, Dean Smith. Dean Smith. Tar Hill. <laughs> They only named the arena after him. Yeah, it's not the same guy. The Dean Dome. Just being a smartass for everybody who's like, oh, my God, really? I we thought find Dean Smith it, was like 90. We find it to be funny jokes. I, yeah, but it's pretty. It's an inside joke on the show. All <laughs> it, right? It is. Just let us go. So, All right, so we taking it to a quick halftime. Yeah, we talked a lot. That was a, that was a fun Holy shit, that was an action-packed half. first half. I mean... And there's still so much more. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about still. So, but you know what? We had a a, a quick show last week that we we're just making up for time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we're gonna we'll take it to the half. All right, we'll regroup and we'll see up on the other side. And here's Let's a funky ass tune to uh, get down to. Yep. Mm-mm. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you name it, look! I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you name it! Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, beans, greens, potatoes, What's going on, everybody? We are back second and half of Kicking the State Side, episode number 18. Yeah, yeah, that was for uh, Pulisic doing his thing. Yeah, man, they're still leading in that game. Hell yeah, boy. That's awesome. But yeah, so I guess we'll start off maybe some world news, and then we'll kind of kick it back into the Prem. Yeah, because we got a lot to cover. Yeah, with uh, I was just told by Brian that there's games on Thursday as well yes. next week. Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And Thursday. Split up. We got a full slate of games coming up. Holy cow. You know, um, I guess we were talking um, during the break, uh, just some whip around the world. Former uh, U.S. men's national team coach Jurgen Klinsmann is now the coach at uh, Hertha Berlin. Yes, interim, on an interim basis. Interim basis. Uh, We'll see. We'll see about that. Hey, I mean, good for him. Yeah, good job. I shook his hand one time. That's great. (laughs) <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> Freaking idiot. He's a little German. He's <laughs> a short little German. He is. He's all right. Yeah. I like him. Kind of. I don't know. I wouldn't want him to be our coach again. but No, he that ship is way sailed. Yeah. Um, another news, Jao Felix, the young buck, the Portuguese lad. He won the Golden Boy Award, which is, I think, top under 19. Yeah, beat out your boy Sancho. Beat out Jane Sancho. So, um, to be expected, I think Jao Felix is, like, the bigger name. Jane Sancho's not too far behind him, but... Yeah, Jao's coming, man. Jao Felix is a freak. So, congrats to him. He's the kid that grew up watching Ronaldo and was like, I'm going to be like Ronaldo. I'm going to be better than him. And he might be by the time it's all said yeah, and we'll done. We'll see. We'll see. So he's got a long road to go, but. A very long road to go and a pedigree 
That is yeah. unmatched. But the the little bit I've watched live and stuff of him, it, it he's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a freak. Yeah. Um, also, Mr. Zlatan Ibrahimovic in the news. He uh, <laughs> they were announced. Uh, he's part owner of the team in Sweden, Hamarbe. 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 Good job. So going back home and taking some part ownership. I'm I'm sure dropping some of that MLS money on him. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe he'll even play. Who knows? But I think he he was asked before if he wanted to become a coach once he retires, and he didn't seem like he wanted to. No. I think he wants to be a Hollywood actor. He just wants to keep his name and <laughs> oh, yeah. in the headlines. He'll come back and do some really bad movie. Yeah. Nice soccer movie. I don't know. like Goal 4. I could see him trying to be like a Steven Seagal. Big Green too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man, Herbie and the Love Bug. Who knows? Um, anything else that I can think of on the world stage besides um, Champions League that's going on currently? No, I mean there. Like we've said, there's going to be a whole lot of transfer rumors coming up now. And as, oh yeah, a little maybe MLS on uh, as teams are playing better and teams are playing worse and things like that. Yeah. And, I mean, MLS, there's going to be some early movement, and then we expect to see. There's just some rumblings. Yeah, no big names or anything yet. Nothing, I mean, that probably. Silly season-wise, I mean, Baltelli's been mentioned. Um, there, there are... Luis Suarez is mentioned. But, again, we don't know what if that's even credible. That Again, that could be a man in a bar in Spain saying, oh, I heard Luis Suarez was going to... I don't know. He Luis Suarez keeps the playing MLS. these links up, man. And they then, interviewed him about him, and he's not denying anything. Like, he keeps hyping it up. Like, I'm telling you, Beckham is going to be in somebody's pocket. Somebody is going to come and be the face of inner Miami. I mean, that's going to be sweet because, I mean, who wouldn't want to play for Bex, I guess, you know? Yeah, and in Miami. Like, you could sell the shit out of that. That's that's going to be trouble for the rest of the MLS. Say, so, hey, Louis, Louis, you can live right on South Beach in a beautiful mansion. Yeah. You could take your jet and your yacht out anytime you want. Yeah. You'll be, be the great for kids. King of Miami. Great schools. Because you know that's going to take off as the number one team down there. They're going to outdo the Marlins in a heartbeat. Yeah, the Heat are always going to be the Heat, but you get a you put a good soccer it's team, not a sports team, in Miami. Like that's you'll you'll get more draw for soccer than you will for any other sport in that. You're not exactly going to Miami on vacation to watch the Marlins. No, or the Heat. No, but you will. Go watch a soccer game, and the locals will go watch soccer games because it's a very like you know it's a bigger flair down Hispanic there. population well, in Miami. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's a good move. I mean, if if one guy can make it happen, it's Beckham. Absolutely, um, they're gonna be an interesting team to follow. Then I think Henri, of course, uh, he'll get some big guy to come play for Montreal just because it's Henri. Yeah, I I would think maybe so. a good French guy or something, and they've yeah, even said Sesk. Yeah, possibly some mid-level French guy, not like top top. I mean, they had Bakary Sanya there. Yeah. Granted, they're at the end of their careers, but still. Yeah, they're they're later. Because later it's guys. nice. They're it's easy like, for them. They're like, all right, we can speak French. 
Yeah. All the time. So you're going to bring it's in It's not lobby a big in. difference. <laughs> you don't have to really adapt. Yeah. Same food, same language. It's true. It makes it a little easier. Yeah. To sell that. They'll go get somebody. But yeah, it's just... It, like I said, it's uh, the MLS that time where it's not a lot going on, but there's actually stuff going on. Yeah, there's like all these weird little drafts and re-entry yeah, drafts. And, but. It's very confusing to people that maybe the, just like the common fan. Yeah, it's confusing to me sometimes when I read it. And I'm like, all right, well, he couldn't go here, but now he re-entered here, and now he's going here. And Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty much figuring it all out. Yeah, it's fun. I mean... It's Red. only fun when your team's actually making moves. Yeah, my team's getting killed right now. Now Kamar Lawrence wants out. That's the that's the other one I didn't mention earlier in the show. Kamar. Yeah. So, I dude, it's going to be really hard to like for me to just even sit there and watch if he leaves, Long leaves, Bradley's gone, Luis is gone. Like mm-hmm. those are my four. I, you take Royer out of the mix. Like I have, there's nobody there that I like could even say that I enjoy. I guess. Part of the beauty of it is new guys coming in and finding new guys to root for. But I would I would hope they would like maybe spend some money and actually bring a name or something in to be competitive with some of these young academy kids. I don't know. Buckmaster. <laughs> You'll never Reese Buckmaster. You and Buckmaster, man. And Barlow. Tom Barlow. Like I And what's that other guy? Rushim Repchinsky? Rachinsky. Rachemsky. He, he that's where our international money's going to. Like a if he was on the German national, he'd be on like the fourth level German national team. Like <laughs> doesn't sniff the team. Yeah. Uh the kid Sims was playing really well till he got busted up in the playoff game against you guys. That's right. So I I don't know. It's it, I guess it's a rebuild time. Trying times. They had a nice run, but Chris Armas sucks. You said it, not me. I did. All right. All right. Let's we... get into this week 14. Dude, yeah, especially if we're going to go. Lot. If we're going to go like these two weeks. Like, I was going we... to say, how do you even want to do this? Do you want to like, we might have to do a show on. I'd do a show Monday if you wanted. I don't I don't know what your schedule is like. We could do a Monday show for the we new might have week. To, we might have to do a two-part of this week, honestly. Dude, if you want to do Monday. Because there's well, a lot. Ahead of the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm down for that. And we'll just do this coming weekend for this show. That's up to you. Right. I'm I'm more the more shows I think we, we should do, do the that, better. honestly, because okay. I'm just looking at the schedule. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Dude, yeah. I mean, we'd be here till ten o'clock tonight. I'm there's a lot to cover. I know we, we got Thanksgiving coming up and I got stuff I gotta get done later today, and I'm sure you do too. We do have lives, so why don't we run down this this weekend coming up? I'm coming up, home. I'm coming home. And then home. we'll we'll regroup after on Monday to discuss how crazy the weekend was and to talk about the upcoming week. And then we'll have the Tuesday show. And then we'll have a Thursday show. We'll just knock out a bunch of shows this week and just man up and cover a lot of shit. Yeah, that might that I think that's going to have to be the play. All right, that is the play. So we getting started? Yeah. All Let's right. do uh all right, we'll run down the week 14 and then we'll just leave it at that and yeah. we'll we'll have a special a special show next well, week. Yeah, we'll add some we miss shit because of the we'll international have a part break. One too. Yeah, so we might as well grab some extra. They call me the walking jukebox. <laughs> Is that what they call you? 
<laughs> yes. But seriously. All right. All right. Fuck the rooster. Yeah. All right. Let's it run down. Uh, game, though. No one's going to watch that game. Well, I'm yeah. going to watch that game. I suppose I'll watch. I mean, I mean, we're going to watch it. Just City's going to dominate Newcastle, man. True. So 7.30 uh, Saturday, we got Newcastle playing Man City. Um, Newcastle coming off a, a loss. And we got Man City coming off a nice win over Chelsea. Uh, Man yeah. City, I think, is finally coming into their own a little bit. And they're playing very, very well. And... Do you see a man or do you see a Newcastle upset at yeah, all? I, I don't. I don't. I think City's had their blunders early this year, losing to Norwich, losing to the Wolves. I don't see another one happening. They got their losses out of the way. Yeah. I mean they might lose again, just not to a team of that caliber. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna draw. I think they're gonna take a nice dominant win. Nice dominant win. Nice dominant win. And then there's a bunch of 10 o'clock games here. We got Burnley, Crystal Palace. Yeah. To kick us off. We got Burnley playing very well. Burnley's playing fantastic. Palace is not. No. Unfortunately, Crystal Burnley Palace, w- D.C. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. We got Burnley. They got six goals in two games in the past couple weeks at home Ooh. at Turf Moor. Yeah, and a Crystal Palace team. It's like two teams that are going opposite directions here. Yeah, Green Arrow versus the Red Arrow. Burnley's moving up. Yeah, and Palace, their scoring is uh, dismal. A di- yeah, well, they don't get any. Yeah, they get none. They get a random, maybe one, and then Zaha had one goal. Yeah, we forgot get, to mention they're that. They're getting scoring from, like, Towson. Like, <laughs> Interest, Townsend. Yeah, I mean, that's... Stop. When that's Yeah, that's your main source of goal scoring. That's... You're in bad shape. It's tough. They're struggling. But yeah. Um, that run is over. 10 o'clock, we got Chelsea at home against West Ham. Better handle your business. Yeah. West Ham's just bad, bad, bad. West Ham's a very bad team. Losers of seven in a row here. Oof. Chelsea coming off a city loss, but yeah. honestly. Played well. They played pretty well, and they're back at home. I think they're going to bounce back. This could get ugly. I could. I think this is one of those games where. Maybe see Tammy coming back, playing really, really well. Yeah, they could he go needs, off in this game. He needs to get on the score sheet again. Yeah, he needs some goals to keep up with Vardy. Yeah. So, and, you know. This could be like a 4-0 type I game. I could see that. Man, as I could man. see them not being upset from last week, but just like, all right, saying to themselves, okay, we can, we can play with basically anybody in this league. We've played tough against Liverpool. We played good against Leicester, and also we played well against City. So to come out, play a West Ham team, very, very much struggling. So I think this is a nice Chelsea win here. Chelsea just got drawn up, too. Drawn up against Valencia. By Daniel Voss. They just can't beat them. Yeah. Um, Mitchie just had an attempt saved. I forgot to say that we picked the Burnley Palace game. We did, didn't we? So let's rewind. Um, rewind. So I said 2 nothing Burnley, and then Brian added a third for Burnley. So yeah. we got shutouts for both. Yeah, I went 3-0, right? Yes. We just had, don't have Palace scoring at all. No. Eek. Well, they haven't been, and especially on the road. So I think we're right on point. Or it's going to be one of those weird games where Palace wakes the hell up and Burnley falters, but... True. You never know. Right on. But yeah, uh, 
So next 10 o'clock game, we got Liverpool playing Brighton at home. Another this one. is another one that could get tough. Just poor Brighton just hitting that rough patch of the schedule we talked about. I feel like all these bad teams, they've got off playing kind of a light schedule, and now they're starting to hit that that yeah. meat of the schedule. And Well, they just lost to Leicester. They were playing United as United was getting hot again. Um, I mean, at least they can say they – Handled their business and beat uh, Norwich the past month. Yeah, that's unlike it. somebody else who couldn't do that. So we won't mention any names. They smoked the Spurs' ass. Yeah, under true. the old regime. So I, I don't know. Just I don't. I think at Anfield, it's, I don't think they have much going for them against Liverpool this it's week. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, take yourself to ATS Sport Picks and hammer home. Hammer home Liverpool. Hammer home Liverpool. Plus goals for Brighton, even if they're... <laughs> com. Go on to their website and promo code A2D to get 20% off. <laughs> plug. Plug, plug, plug. plug. Um, so the next 10 o'clock, last one. Spurs the, in the Josie Mourinho off to 2-0 start here, playing the uh, the struggling cherries of Bournemouth. And again, I this is one we did pick. We got his Tottenham team at home. I'm hating on my cherries, bro. Cherries, yikes. Kind of uh, trending downwards here. Bounce back week. Um, I said 3-1 Spurs, and then you had 2-1 Bournemouth. Fuck yeah, I did. On the road. Yeah, I'm risking all my points. This is Yeah, this could all, be a big one. This is a six-point pick. This is going to be one of those ones that when we post it on social media, people are like, what is this guy, an idiot? But they don't understand that I'm never going to pick Tottenham. If you watch our show and know the weeks we have to pick Tottenham because Adam sneaks that one in on me, is basically like I'm pretty much handing him a win this week because I think if if the last couple of weeks tells you anything, Bournemouth's not playing well. Spurs are playing good under Mourinho. They're, That's true. They're home. Um, they're probably going to end. But who knows? Maybe I'll get pumped up and I'll nail a 2-1 Bournemouth upset and I'll be double happy. Double happy. Double happy. Pyaw! Pyaw! All right. But yeah, 12-30. We don't have to really say much about this uh, lovely matchup. No. If Southampton at home versus Watford. Shit versus shit. To the bottoms. Going at it. <laughs> but Southampton actually has a little bit of a pulse from last week. And Watford just Has really no doesn't. Pulse. No, they literally Nothing. like they have no pulse. They're like a cadaver right now. They're just getting <laughs> they're getting colder and colder as the weeks go on, and they will be playing in a different league by next year. <laughs> Sorry. And I, I think we'll see maybe another Danny Ings goal. Yeah, I think one of these crazy teams, to say. I know going look, outside the box. This is huge for one of these teams, though. If one of these teams can find a way to actually beat the other one. Like, that's big. That's three points. These are the games and, that matter, though, because this can catapult you out of the Yeah, the out of the relegation three. zone and into like Sort a of a safe of zone for now. Yeah. And if Watford lose, I mean, you might as well just write them the, uh, the check and say, have a nice day. Yeah. We'll see you maybe we'll, never. We'll We're be, not sure. We'll be playing a little bye-bye-bye on next <laughs> week's show. I'll queue it up. And play, I'll, <laughs> I'll figure out this box pro. Yeah. It's always something. It's always this fucking technology. Hey, yo. Tired of using technology. Oh, yeah. A little yeah. JT. Oh, yeah. 50 cent. Oh, yeah. That's my shit. All right. So moving on to Sunday, we got two games at 9 and two games at 1130. 
First, we got Norwich, the Canaries, hosting Arsenal. Against my old boys. Oh, my Lord. Dude, all I can say is anything but an Arsenal win has to be the end of Unai Emery. If you lose to Norwich, if, if he's you handing tie, them. If you draw Norwich, I don't care if it's on the road. You can't. Like, after what's been happening, you got to find But now you caught Norwich win. at a bad time because maybe they got a little momentum going dude if i you had see toddy he was freaking dude if i had, he was feeling himself. if i had 500 dollars, i would bet it that timo pookie scores a goal because arsenal cannot keep a clean sheet and he hasn't scored for norwich in a while like that is like that is if you're gonna make a bet ats a2d and you can get a prop bet Bet that Timo Pukki is going to score this week against Arsenal. That is like... That's not true! Yeah, I'm telling you, that's money in the bank. That is money in the bank. <laughs> Book it. Book them, Dano. You will make money this week if you bet that. Because Arsenal sucks, and they can't Correct. defend. And there's a good chance that they're going to draw a penalty because Arsenal yeah. gives up probably some of the most penalties in, in the league, and Pukki's going to take it. So I'm telling you, make that pick. Hammer at home. Hammer at home. All right. The second 9 o'clock game, which is an awesome game. Wolves host Sheffield. Dude, five and six. The two newbies. It's like the Wolves of last year and then now the Wolves of this year, Sheffield. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. The Blades and the Wolves, man. The two that are going to be here to stay for a little while, I believe. And I would say Wolves has the advantage of... At home, but Sheffield actually is almost better on the road. Yeah, than they are at home. Yeah, this is this this could again be that game this week that you. But this might be the one where you get one back with your Bournemouth crazy selection, because I went I went a draw with the Draw Kings, of course. You did one one, and I gave Wolves a win at home. Yeah. Yes. So this could be another correct two one. I two one. Yep. Which that could definitely happen. Oh, it could definitely happen. And this is a game. Luckily for every the fans out there, that you will not have to turn off. You'll be able to watch the end of it and still catch your American football because it's the nine o'clock game. True, going to be another one. I think you're going to want to watch to the end because these are two teams that seem to score late as well. Right. So you might get that late either go ahead or the late equalizer, depending on whose picks are right. And every week I want to pick against Sheffield, but it, I, you just can't. You can't right. They now. keep doing it. Yeah. Should have known. So, I mean, it should be probably, it's probably the best game of the week, honestly. Uh, on paper, I would think so. Two of the teams that are closest knit. I'm very excited play to watch this well. game. Oh, yeah, definitely pumped up for that 9 a.m. or Sunday morning. And then we got two 11.30 games. We got Leicester hosting Everton. This could be the end Speaking of Everton. Speaking of two teams on completely different trajectories. Yeah. Dude, especially if Southampton – or Wolves, I mean, or Watford, take a win in that game, and Everton now loses this game, they're continuing to stay right in that relegation zone. Can you see Leicester pulling like a 6 nothing win or something? Oh, man, that would be, that would be devastating. I don't think so. I think Actually, I think the Toffees do what they've been doing and like they find a little way to bounce back and they keep this game competitive but in the end Leicester's going to find a way to win. Yeah. They're too good. I don't think they're drawing this game. I don't think they're losing this game. I think they're definitely winning this game. I think Everton just keeps it a little closer for a while than we might anticipate. 
because they seem to do that. He'll I play a good they, lineup this week. Because he, 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 yeah, he gets one right every month or so. <laughs> every month or so. Yeah. Well, that's just not good enough. No, definitely not. That's a horrible enough. way to coach, but he sucks. And he needs to get fired. Sorry. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Sorry. End of story. <laughs> so the last game of the weekend, we got Man United, who's been playing actually very well. They have been. And then against the Aston Villa team, who's I think on uh, the up and coming. They they've been playing good. And again, I think the streak, not the streak, but kind of the MO of Aston Villa has been not allowing a first-half goal, and I think that continues again this week because Manchester United didn't score in the first half last week. There you go. Yeah, I've been plugging that up every once in a while. And, I mean, the only, I think, advantage that United have is that they're at home. And we did pick this one. This is our fourth and final pick of the weekend. Yes. I said uh, 2-1 to United, and then Brian threw out his draw card and said 2-2. Right? 2-2, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to change it now because that was my pick. I'm kind of feeling United, they might take this game, but who knows? I'm not, I'm not going to back down on Villa. I've said some nice things about Villa, and I think Jackie's got them playing well, like we said, so... They might have enough to stay in this game. Again, they don't concede early in the game. Yeah. So if it is going to happen, I think it's going to be a lot of late scoring in this thing, just like last week. So I almost think that the Pogba situation with him not even being in training or anything is almost helping. It's going to side Because he's a cancer, it seems. Yeah, it might spark United to say, hey, we don't need him. And now they're getting... You know, Mason Greenwood, I think, had mono or something, or he had some cold or whatever that he wasn't playing, and now he seems to be healthy. And this Brandon Williams kid seems to be a revelation for them. Well, they just came out and basically said it's his job now over Shaw. Oh, yeah. Like, Luke Shaw is going to have to earn his way, and it sounds like Ashley Young is, like, way out. Well, yeah. He only was playing there because he had to. Yeah, I guess so. He's kind I mean, of on his down, the down slope of his career. Yeah, so they're going with like a whole new look, and I don't know. It, it seems to be working though. So. Yeah, I mean, everybody kind of what forgot about Juan Basaka and, and Maguire. They spent some money, they added some pieces that I thought were really good pieces. Juan Basaka is a really good young player. Yeah, he's and, he's uh, a defensive to put a hockey term. He's a defensive defenseman. Yeah, he's not great in the attack. No, he can make a run. He just needs to he's work on his passing. He's very fast, and he's and, yeah. very good at tackling. Yeah. Needs but to that's work on his game. Crossing. Again, he's not offense at nothing. But yeah. So that was kind of the uh, the preview for the upcoming week. Um, you know, like we said, I think that we're just going to have a show, probably two shows next week. We'll just do a part one and then like a part two. Yeah, we'll do three. We'll do Monday. We'll do Tuesday on A2D. And then we'll do a Thursday to wrap everything up. Yeah, because Monday... Uh, Can you? Yeah, I mean, we could do Monday and get that out and about and then dive into the rest of the week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Monday we'll and do cover... that. Yeah. And then Thursday, come in and talk about just those games and Thursday. Right. And then talk about the, that following week. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah, let's do it. I'm about it. Just have to do it 
I'm try I think I'm gonna try and work that Penn women's game just to Oh yeah, no, we're I'm definitely doing Penn that. Hartford. When is that? Monday. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's Monday. So we'll have to get in here and we'll get in early. Make it happen. We'll get in early and knock it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's and what's then go gonna right happen. From here to Penn. Yeah. That'll be perfect actually. But yeah, um I guess uh we'll just throw this up quick. For uh, our Q and A segment, oh, are we doing like a? Are we doing a hierarchy too? Yeah, we're not going to miss that this time. Okay, we'll do that last because we don't really have anything else to really talk, right? No, I mean I'm pretty much soccer wise. Mm-mm. Unless you want to, no, we got some Champions League about to kick off. Some Champions League that just ended, but other than that, no, there's really nothing to talk about. Um. Eric just said, I mean, we've kind of we've kind of talked about this before. Um he said how long before Arsenal pulls the trigger and wouldn't it be funny if they hired Mauricio Pochettino? <laughs> um and we said, I I mean, I don't know what his When do they when how long is the leash for Unai Emery? I guess that's the big question. Cuz Arsenal before it's not like Arsene Wenger was very good towards the end of his tenure, and they kept him there. Dude, they, Granted, it's two different. Right. I mean, he was a legend. It's night and day. He was a legend. Emery's never gotten to that status, but. And he shouldn't be that status. No, but these idiots don't seem to know how to spend their money and don't seem to. Well, he spent that money, and then it seems at this point in the season that it might be just a bust. Pepe's not a bust. It, it, the coaching is the bust, and they're not using him properly because the yeah. kid can play. There's no doubt about uh, If you look at the kid's talented enough and he can play, you've got to put him in the right position. they got to make a move on either Lacazette or Obama Yang. Now there's yeah. talks that these big clubs are looking at Obama Yang. If that's the case, you got to sell. Stick with Pepe. Stick with Lacazette in there. Find some help on the defense. Find a new coach. Freshen it up. And then maybe, just maybe, I'll start watching an Arsenal game here and there again. He's back. No. <sighs> I'm still going to stick with my Bournemouth, but I, I would at least like I – would, I would still like to watch him. I would like to see some of these guys. You, We all know that over the months now that I love the Ivory Coast. I was pumped up with this Pepe signing. But it's not his fault that he's being put in shitty positions and he's not being right. used properly. Yeah, I – I just cannot see if they lose to Norwich. I just cannot see him continuing. There's no way he can. I don't see. Yeah, you're just letting the fans know, and you're basically telling everybody like that's okay. Yeah, to lose to Norwich. Crunky doesn't seem to give a fuck. Which is that's the sad part with them. It's not even the dad; it's the son, and that's it. That's a him problem. Yeah, it's just. And then another reason why, like, it makes it harder for you and I to get the love and respect from the UK listeners because you have dumb Americans in general come in and they try to do it all about business when it's not. And I don't know where they got this love for Emery and thought this was going to work, but it doesn't seem to work. No. Get, get something, I don't know, freshen this up. Because freshen it up, boys. Dude, Arsenal is too. They're too good of a club to like be in this position. I, in history, historically, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't. As far as the second half, that would be funny if they hired Poch. But 
That's not happening. No. Pochentino, he'll find his way. He'll take a – usually coaches will take uh, – he'll probably take the rest of the year off and wait till um, maybe July and figure out, you know, what coaching vacancies are, you know, If I was him, available. I would. He'll, he'll be chilling on a beach somewhere for the next month or so. And yeah, his, pay, his pockets aren't light right now by any means. No. He made he made pretty damn good money. Fuck yeah, and a little bit on I'm sure on the way out too. So yeah, so I mean it's uh, we'll see. I don't really know who would be in line, Eric, to answer your question. Um, but we'll figure that out, I guess, once that happens. Yeah, where they're gonna actually go? I need to get somebody like within England. I think. Yeah, I think it, Arsenal should be headed up by somebody English. Or at least somebody that's played, I don't know, for yeah, Southgate. Somebody that understands what it's like to be part of Arsenal. Get Lee Dixon out of the booth. Let him start. Oh, Jesus. I love Lee. <laughs> He's great. Ajax is up one nothing early. Crazy. On Lil. Lil. Zimic. Hakim. He's been on fire. Yeah, he is. He's a nice young talent. Yes, a lot but of young There's talent. always young talent on Ajax. That's yes. what they do. All these games have kicked off now, so... Yeah, um, I guess before we get out of here, we've been chatting, but there's a lot. Yeah. So, um, we missed the hierarchy because I I surprised Brian and we got off <laughs> on him being like, whoa, no way. I know. I was excited. But um, since it's uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow, happy Thanksgiving to everyone, by the way. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Um we're going to do our hierarchy of maybe not just side dishes, but maybe just food in general. You can have a side dish, but maybe not. You don't have to mention the main ones like turkey yeah, or ham. ham That's or kind of whatever staples. Yes. But, I mean, go ahead and kick um, it off. So I would say for me, number three would be I every – in my family, we always have – shrimp cocktail readily available during the hors d'oeuvres and little happy hour section of thanksgiving so i look forward to that every year hammering down the shrimp cocktails um i would say number two for me would be my mom's green bean casserole green bean casserole has been on the hot seat recently that is a lot of people have been like shitting on it Saying it's not good. Well, they suck because <laughs> if you make a good green bean casserole with a little bit of uh, Campbell's mushroom soup, it's the and only you way use to do it. Little French's French fried onions on top, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm a I'm a big green bean casserole fan. I feel like it pulls it's everything. It's a good item. It's a good item. Pulls everything together for me. And then I would say last, and I guess for me, I'm gonna go. I feel like it's kind of cheating because it's like an absolute staple, but good old pumpkin pie. Mm. Got to have some Solid. pumpkin pie at the end of the meal when you can barely breathe. And then just one little curveball, my favorite thing to do. I do like one plate during while everybody's over. Mm-hmm. I like to mingle, and I like to eat the hors d'oeuvres. And I do one good sure. meal plate, and then I take a nap. Oh. And I wake up, and everybody's gone. And then I start and making you do like, it. oh, and then I go ham, like literally. With everything. Like, <laughs> then, I'll go back and do like two plates. I'll do sandwiches. Mm. I'll get right into those leftovers before they're even leftovers. Mm. So Just making me hungry. Yeah, that's my move. 
Yeah, I don't even I I feel like I think Green Bean Casserole is an honorable mention for me. It's not like a, a it's available for me to have, <laughs> but I wouldn't say it's my top 3. I mean, I love my uh my cousin makes she's vegan and she makes this awesome vegan mac and cheese. Nice. So that's like probably the third obviously i'd go with a nice homemade stuffing um and then i think number one my mom makes these i know it's probably a cop-out to say but a delightful nice dinner roll okay like homemade dinner roll yeah that just is perfect you throw you know you get a little side of mashed potatoes you throw a little gravy and you start dipping the roll in that Ooh yeah and maybe add some turkey and it's just like a monstrous like little it's almost like a sandwich, like a gravy. The old bread and oh, just potato. carb on just carb, carb, baby. Carb city, I love it. Fuck yeah! And speaking of, that's I the actually, only thing to do. I got to give a shout out. My stepdad makes the best fucking gravy. Really? I don't know what it is. He just has that that trend. That yeah, like that's number one. I look forward to his gravy every year. No one's ever been able to replicate it. I've tried because you know he is getting a little bit older. So right. Somebody's got to take over, but. I am looking forward to that gravy. There you go, gravy. Yeah, running through my veins like a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all fat kids on Thanksgiving. Yes. I mean, the one time I remember before we get out of here, we go to my aunt's house every year, and the one year she didn't make enough gravy, and it was like a fucking epidemic. Oh, yeah. Like we were like eating our shirts. Like it was like, ah, that's when what you, are we going to do? And now she makes like a shit ton because she never <laughs> wants to get put in that situation you don't ever want to run out of gravy we shit on her for probably still this day we always bring it up oh yeah you it's can, like remember that time you just you, slacked and didn't make enough gravy you could soak things in a little extra cranberry sauce or something for a little lubricant but nothing compares yeah. to gravy like you can't replicate not having enough gravy i guess gravy's it, like gravy's like the binder yeah it if you don't have gravy it's like you got that dry turkey. You got a dry, like even just mashed potatoes. Yeah, you with could no add gravy. a lot of butter, but you still need the the gravy on the potatoes. You got it. The most memorable one for me was back in my drinking days, still, and my aunt and uncle were coming from Connecticut and hit some bad traffic, and we decided to pop some wine. About, mm. about five of us only, and before they got there from Connecticut, we were about five bottles deep. Oh shit! <laughs> so no one really ate dinner. Everybody was just, they ate, and we were all tanked up, just talking up. and yelling and telling crazy stories, and I, I think it. I finally ate my first plate at about 9 o'clock that night when I woke <laughs> back up, so... It's amazing. Yeah, so that's been that the most is awesome. memorable Thanksgiving for me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that's probably going to do it for us, I think. Uh, yeah, man, we got a lot of stuff coming up here. We got a lot so. of stuff, and, you know, we're always grinding, grinding, grinding with just everything. Yeah. So... All right, um, we will see you guys actually on, we're going to do Monday. We'll see you Monday. Monday. We'll see you Tuesday. We'll see you Thursday. So three times next week to see us. Damn. How lucky are you? Epic. All right, guys. Again, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Unbutton that top button. Already. Get it ready. It's already going, baby. Hell yeah. All right, guys. We will uh, see you guys next week. Later. Peace.